Right, we're now live, we're on air. Okay, I'd just like to give it a second or two just to, you know, catch up. Anyway, good anyway, afternoon. Good afternoon. We are recording this. On Sunday. A day early because we're busy. Yeah, we'll be in North Wales when this should be going live. So, um, yeah, we, um, we're pre we will be. <laughs> yeah, we're pre-recording it. We're getting ahead of the game and we, uh, we don't want to miss... Uh, an episode so yes we we're traveling to north wales this evening yeah. well late afternoon I'm gonna leave about 4 p.m yeah. and the reason is uh my first demo i've got two demonstrations tomorrow at two uh we're turning clubs just as you go over the border into north wales uh sort of mold wrexham way north wales the uh, first demonstration now this is a first is tomorrow morning on a monday starting at nine o'clock yeah so they've said that we can get there from 8 a.m so rather than having to navigate what would be a very busy m6 m56 mm. uh on that way down we thought no we're not getting up at four o'clock in the morning to load the car to sit in traffic for three hours you know uh, and have all the stress and miser of that so we're gonna we're gonna get down there tonight and stay in a in a hotel yeah and just so uh less less mithering tomorrow morning so yeah. it's a good idea isn't it yeah uh, we settle there tonight and uh we can you know get a reasonably early night and i'm thinking get up at six okay <laughs> well, it's, you know, I need to get up and have breakfast and wake yeah. up and things. I can't get up at. What's my phone? I've got my phone on quite quiet. Uh, have you got the board? We've not done the board yet. Oh, right. Okay. So <laughs> we're doing this back to that. No, that's back. all right. <laughs> so it is at home with the fishes. I think I'm going to have to redo this. It's getting smudged. All right. Episode 13. Starring Chris and Nicola Fisher, and that's it today. Woohoo! Just us two. No um, special guests. No, no special guest. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Thank you. Uh, next one will be Andy Berkey. Yes. Next week, uh, but of course we've got the ever-present and ever-watchful, as I said on a tweet earlier on this week, B Dog. Under the desk. And I, I sometimes say B Dog because if I say his name, yeah, he gets, gets his attention. He gets his attention. So. If I say B-Dog, uh, we can refer to him without unsettling him because he's comfy yeah. uh, under the desk at Nicholas' feet at the minute. So B-Dog's here. So, yes, the demonstration tomorrow. First one starting at 9, probably, I'm guessing, 3 hours like they yeah, normally are. 12, I think it is. And then what time is the later one at D-Side? I need to double-check, but I think it's 6 o'clock. Um will be there anyway from about five so yeah i need to just double check what time they actually start but i think it said six that's and the one at d side that's uh they're a motley crew but in the best possible way yeah uh, owen morris yeah uh who we know and well we know most of the members there yeah we've been there well this will be the third, third time, time. Uh, and they, they're a, they're a great bunch and make us feel so welcome. Yeah. And we have some great banter to in and fro, uh, especially the uh, the Welsh Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> he's funny. Yeah. He, you know, he's, he's got some great stories. Uh, but no, uh, two demonstrations tomorrow. So 
pretty busy. And the gap in between, we're going to go to a a retail park near the second demo. Yeah. And they've got places to eat and shop there, so we can hang out there and make sure we've got food and drink. Uh, so it's funny because the 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 previous two occasions we've been into Pizza Hut for our lunch mm -hmm. there, and the the the, uh, the waitress. I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore with everyone being so. Yeah, you can uh, call yeah. the waitress. Yeah. Can't you? So yeah, the waitress. She the second time we went in, she remembered us from the first yeah. time. So that yeah. was cool. Well, she looked after us really well both times, didn't she? Yeah, and the really on the game. Big shout out actually to Pizza Hut. They are really uh, BVI aware. And yeah. it's one of the few eateries where you will be offered a Braille or large print mm. menu, both of which are of no use to me. <laughs> but absolutely brilliant effort for even thinking of that. Well, at least they're thinking about it, aren't they? And it's, yeah, yeah. it's not just, oh, um, here's a menu or you're not going to get a menu. And they've they've done something towards yeah, it yeah so well done pizza hut and it's it was there and when we went to pizza hut in warrington yeah one time good. they he was, good, he was good the manager there yeah. again uh i can see that you're visually impaired would you like a large print or a brown menu mm. absolutely brilliant uh head and shoulders uh better than anywhere else mm. when it comes to bvi awareness so uh epic is the word I like to yeah. I like to use. So we'll probably go to Pizza Hut again, won't we? For lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, and then because my evening demo is at tea time, we need to really fuel up when we get the chance midday. Yeah, because often when we do demos, what happens is, um, well, we end up on demo days really eating very little, don't we? It's sporadic and, yeah. and, we, and little, yeah. Depending on which hotel we're in, sometimes we don't actually have breakfast in the hotel. We'll just get cereal bars. And then if we're lucky, we might get a sandwich at lunchtime. Mm. And then we'll be driving home. Um, and um, we might sometimes get a sandwich part way up, but mm. we don't really eat a vast amount, do we? And, no, no. So, so. it's going to have to be, uh, yeah, eat, eat a decent lunch tomorrow. Yeah. And then maybe just have a snack before the demo or while I'm setting up. Yeah. Cereal bar or banana. That's what I like when I'm setting up if I'm hungry. Something like that. We're a bit more organised now, um, aren't we? We've sort of got a bit more of a plan. We do well, we're slowly some... getting there now after about 50 <laughs> yeah, demonstrations. We've only done about two years of demos. <laughs> yeah, we're slowly no, getting we a plan. Yeah, so we, we have um, a list of things to take and... Mm. Um, I've got some stuff that we're going to take, and so we've got things to eat tomorrow, tonight. Um, yeah, we're having a, sort of like a deli tea, a deli tea <laughs> on the road, but we'll have that when we get somewhere tonight. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be sort of like some pasta and fresh artisan bread, and yeah. just some nice little deli deli stuff. So yeah, a deli tea. Yeah, uh, that's what we're having tonight. So. What have we been up to this week? Actually, I've just spoken uh, via text to Phil Lewis. Uh, and that's what that, I'll just double check actually here while the phone's on quiet. Anyway, whilst Chris is doing that, we went to Axminster um, on Friday to take Chris's um, bandsaw in because it um, needs a bit of a tweak. 
so they're going to tweak it for you aren't they well either that or hit it with a big hammer yeah what it is is my bandsaw it's not it's uh it's the what was the hobby series and now the craft series uh, the HBS 250, it's been a really good bandsaw, uh, but for some reason, uh, the blade jumps off every time I use it now. Mm. And the the knob that's at the back for adjusting the tracking, the tilt of the top wheel, uh, that's there's too much play in that, and it's not it's not adjusting the the tracking of that wheel at all. Uh, and I've tried to find a a temporary bolt a carriage bolt of uh you know the same thread but it's, it's it was still jumping off and the rubber wheels are still on it it's not like i've taken the rubber wheels off mm. uh, they're still on it and a couple of bearings had seized so uh, i found i had some uh spare bearings but not the right sort but they were on just acting really as a guide to the blade so yeah it's 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 become a pain to use the fact that you know you're about to cut something and then you know it jumps off luckily it's obviously the blade is enclosed behind the, the doors and the guard so you know there's no element of danger at all but it jumps off every single time mm. so it needs some therapy so uh it's i'm going to the spa yeah it's gone to the spa <laughs> uh, to the axminster spa yeah for some therapy and <laughs> uh yeah it's funny because when i went in and mentioned it to phil lewis and um, i've got we've got some news to mention about phil and this is you know i love him to bits he's so funny and he does cheer me up and uh i said to phil i said uh, my bandsaw's not you know it's not right and this that and you know can i bring it in and and I wasn't really hinting at, oh, oh right, you, you sponsored me, so I want a new bandsaw. I wasn't hinting at that at all. I was trying to get the words out to say, is there anything you can do for me bandsaw? Uh, and, of course, the fact that they sponsored me, you know, like a cheapish repair bill. <laughs> and he, he said, flipping flip it, Chief, it's not swap shop, you know. <laughs> so he, he, that made me laugh and I nearly spat my tea out everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we took it in. <laughs> So hopefully they can do something with it and uh, yeah. get it fixed. Because uh, again, I, I've not got the money to spend on a thousand pounds worth of bandsaw. Uh, so hopefully they can fix it. But in the meantime, I've got my uh, um, so. my yeah tomato tomato bone saw bandsaw that that's running well. While we were there, we got a new blade for that, so that's running. So I've been using the bone saw and that works really well uh so i i am able to uh put wood through it and pen blanks and you know cut corners off bigger bowl blanks mm -hmm. and it, that works really well it's just that it hasn't got all the the fences and guides that a modern bandsaw has uh so that was that anyway the news about phil yeah and how did i tell you have I got news for you? Yeah, I got a text, Nicholas, saying, have I got news for you? So we played the game, 20 questions. It was about 300. Yeah, I did, just didn't get it. And it was, who is it? Is it a man? Is it a woman? Do I know them? Do I not know them? Do I like them? All this sort of questions. Uh, have they been here? All this sort of stuff. So I wasn't getting it. I'd narrowed it down to Axminster, but I could not, for the life of me, get the right answer. So Nicholas said, well, it's uh, Phil. He's moving to Devon. Yeah. 
in September to take to over the, the Devon store. to take over the Axminster retail store in mm. Devon. Uh, so no, I didn't even see that coming. Excuse <laughs> the pun. I had said though, because when I emailed him back, he'd emailed me, and I emailed him back, um, and I said, "Well, I did call it because mm. um, I had mentioned to you about the possibility of him going down there." Mm. Um, but yeah, it's such a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, it's, it's every time we go down, we always say how nice it is, don't we? And yeah, um, just a different pace, a different of, pace life of life. And, being by the sea and you know so beautiful nice. countryside yeah and, you know it's and uh it's going to be good for phil you know yeah. down there and he's being closer to hq yeah 10 minutes from hq uh at the minute obviously when he has to go down there for managerial meetings mm -hmm. and board meetings and things like that he's got that four or five hour drive mm -hmm. each time so he's only going to have a 10 minute drive so yeah we're sad to see you go phil and i know you're going to listen to this because that that <laughs> that text then was send me the link to it and want you know and let me know when it's done so phil has played a huge part in where i am now uh from the first day that i went into axminster he was so kind and he's so he's so cheeky in a lovable way and quite a few people in axminster say oh yeah he's the dell boy of the group uh and that is only meant as a compliment but he's all right, chief. How are you doing? He talks at a million miles an hour. And what are you doing? How are you doing? And then you know you'll be talking to him, and then he's gone. And then uh, it's right. Yeah. Well, tell yeah, tell Phil we said goodbye. You know, because like, he'll be up then in his office doing uh, paperwork and stuff. So yeah, if you can remember back to when I'd mentioned that uh, I'd gone in Axminster initially with my support worker Dean, and the odd time you know, oh, people that are taking me they'd leave me there for a demo so I could listen to a demo and Phil, you know, don't worry, we'll look after you, get you your brews and, uh, you know, we'll get you a seat and you can feel everything and anything you want and don't worry about it. And really, really did look after me. And it was Phil who was the first person that went, yeah, chief, how about <laughs> doing a demo for me? So my first ever demo was because yeah. of Phil. Well, he started that ball rolling, didn't he? Yeah. And, you know, uh, he, he uh, he had the confidence in me, you know, for me for me to do my first public demonstration. And from that, there were people in the audience that were members and secretaries and chairmen mm -hmm. of Woodturning Club. So that was that was the start for us as far as pro professional demonstrations. So I've got a lot to be thankful for uh, to Phil and his team, and he was also instrumental in getting us the sponsorship. Yeah, he's done he, a lot. He he's, played a big integral he's part. He's done a lot of liaison between us and Axminster, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's always saying, leave it with me, I'll get it sorted. I won't take any messing about. And he does, you know, uh, he gets things sorted and then he gets back to us, so he has been a great... Yeah. Uh, well, he's been a great supporter, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's always know, he's, said, anything I can do for you, mate. Yeah. Uh, you know, within reason, you know, uh, I'll I'll do my best for you, and he has. He's been true to his word, mm. and yeah, we we're gonna miss him, but he's got to do what he's got to do. He wants to further his career. He's gonna be nearer HQ. Obviously, the yeah. traveling is gonna be a lot better for him. Uh, he's gonna live in a beautiful part of the world, and he'll be able to just you know. crack on. And I'm sure that store, you know, will go from strength to strength. 
it's a nice little store that, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's not the end of us meeting Phil because if we get hopefully he'll book us. <laughs> yeah, he might book us for a Devon. Yeah, Devon demo. <laughs> so yeah, when you when you hear this, Phil, uh, you know we love we love you, man, and thank you so much for everything. And uh, yeah, get my bloody bandsaw fixed before you go, <laughs> please, <laughs> and don't spank my ass with the invoice. You know, I'm a struggling blind artist. You know the deal. Come on. So, uh, no, lo lovely guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. he's, he's been very good. And he's, to you. yeah, he's just. Been, he, he, I, I texted him. I said, you know, is it public knowledge? Are we allowed to mention you? Go, and he said, oh yeah, that'd be nice. Thanks. And and then that second text was, well, let me know when it's done and send me the link. So yeah. we will. So adios, Phil. But we'll get we'll get to speak to him. He's yeah, not well, he's to, not going. So, I think so. he starts there first of September. First of September. So yeah, um, he's got a couple of months yet to uh, move down there. Mm. But yeah, what a great place to live as well. Mm. So uh, yeah, so so that yeah that was like whoa. I'd I'd never guessed that Phil was moving down there, but. It is what it is. Yeah. So there's a vacancy opening up at Warrington <laughs> for a manager. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I believe it's going being advertised externally because if it goes internal, you've got to move a manager from some mm. other store, and it's just like robbing Peter to pay Paul. So mm. I think they'll be going for someone externally. So uh, yeah, there'll be a, a new manager coming in the autumn there. Yeah. But Dan from Warrington, he's recently been made. So Dan was obviously one of the advisors there on the shop floor, but he's now been promoted to deputy. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a great team there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And every time we go in there, they're all really good with us. And mm. um, obviously, we go and look for stuff, don't we? And I, I know most of the stuff, but it was just the. The odd thing that's a bit unusual or something if you're just doing a one-off mm. i don't always know where to look so they'll yeah. help us yeah or they'll just go and get it for us like sure yeah yeah you know oh have you got one of these shana yeah yeah you want one yeah and she'll go and then she'll unbox it and let me have a feel yeah and i'll go yeah that's it well they're all very experienced and knowledgeable aren't they and you get a lot of good information from them yeah and they're always attending uh courses at the skill center yeah you know uh engineering courses and product knowledge and wood turning courses so they're, they're all you know improving their hands-on skills and techniques mm. as well it's not just you go in there and say mm, i want one of these they'll say oh great yeah or do you want me to show you fan on it's bit do you want me to show you how to use it so <laughs> it's it's great you can get hands-on before try before you buy yeah that's what i'm trying to say so yes excelente what have you been up to um well, I've been up to a couple of things. Um, something that's been quite pivotal this week is um, somebody I know called Katya um, from Easy Insta Manchester. She's um, an Instagram trainer that I know, and she sends out a really good newsletter. And in the last newsletter, she mentioned somebody called Helen Redfern, who um, it was all to do with IGTV on Instagram. And Helen does a lot of IGTV and she's really good at it. So um, Katya just mentioned her as somebody to look at. So I started having a look at her stuff 
Then I ended up on a website. Um, I've pretty much read the entire website. Um, I've watched most of her YouTube videos, um, but she's just so on my wavelength. And I've got a little project that um, I've got on the go at the moment that um, is just sort of in the early stages. And what she's doing is very similar to what I want to do. So I've exchanged emails with her and she's given me some really good advice and input. And um, it's just helped really clarify uh, my thinking. So um, one of the things that she uses is um, one of these notebooks and it has a pen um, elastic there. So you can put your pen in the the spine. Can I have a feel, please? I've yeah. found this one. No, not yet. Just right. let me show what it is and I'll pass it over to you. So I'm doing um, my plans for my website. Um, I've got stuff for um, my newsletter. Um, I've got plans till the end of the year. Um, newsletter ideas. Uh, YouTube ideas, blog post ideas. So I'm just, it's, there's lots of blank pages, but they're squares. I like, really like square pages. Um, and as Helen said, the paper's really nice. So if you write with a fountain pen, it writes really well. There's, square pages, do you mean it's graphed? Like with the, yeah, the blocks? Yeah. All right, okay. Um, and then it's got a pocket at the back. So I've got some cards that I've had for a while. Um, I can't remember where I work, but they had all these blank cards. So um, they were just chucking them out. So I brought them home. So they're good. Um, it's got, oh, it's got, um, has a ribbon as well. So you can, you can mark your page. And then it's got um, an elastic uh to hold it all together and it's called uh Lamome. um but it's it's really great it's um it's a really nice feeling um notebook and it wasn't very expensive either is it a french origin then i don't know um i'm not sure i'm not sure don't um, panic google it yeah but um yeah, I'm really pleased with it. And it's absolutely great for the idea with this and what Helen uses hers for is planning um, what she puts on a website, what she does on YouTube, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, there you go. So you can feel that. Ooh, very posh. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, and while I think on, mm -hmm. don't forget I need that, that book for the workshop. Uh, as part of the uh, uh, accident book, yeah, I need an accident book uh, for Let the me workshop. Just put it on my list. Uh, not that I'm planning on having any ac accidents, not anybody else, but we just want to for the RPT assessment. Uh, okay. I think it would be prudent just to have one uh, to go. There it is. It's on my to-do list. It would be prudent to have one to go uh, along with the first aid kit. Yeah. You know, just in case. Yeah. Better to have one and not need it. Yeah. Than to need one and not have it. So, 
I'm not finished yet. No, it's all right. Carry okay. on. I was just going to say, so I'll carry on. So I've also, uh, you won't be able to see it here, but um, I've got a kind of Kanban board with post-it notes um, on the floor with all my plans, um, all my different activities, projects. So um, that's my overview. And I need to drill down and create a monthly and weekly and daily plan from that. To tell people that you made that board and how you made it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, well, let's see if I can just get it then. So, so I went into the garden centre and um, I was just having a look to see what they'd got. And they'd got um, some pieces at the back. And this was the top of um, a table. It's it, probably one of those drop leaf tables. Mm -hmm. So you can see it's got these, um, what do you call these, batons. Yep. Um, this is on the underside. Yeah, this is the underside. So it was a bit long, really. And I thought, well, if I cut it in half and rearrange it. Um, so this piece was at the side. So it was lengthways. I wanted it so that I could photograph squares. So we cut it in half on the band on the table you saw. You cut it in half on the table. I cut it in half on the table saw. And then um, there were some dowels already. So we used what was already existing and, and we added you, one. Yeah, and then you... We drilled the holes because the, the, the dowels weren't lined up. Yeah, I've got a dowel, a dowel jig. Yeah. So you used that and you drilled two holes, it was. Yeah. Uh, and put in fresh dowels yeah. and did the glue up and the clamp up. Yeah. And also underneath, uh, actually, we were going to clamp it up, but I didn't have clamps long enough. So we got the pocket hole jig and screwed in. Well, you did that. Didn't yeah, you? I did that because you'd gone inside to get something, hadn't yeah. you? Yeah. So that literally took me five minutes. Did uh, It's got four pocket holes and screwed in. And so that uh, pulled the boards together. So it had tight bond two on it, wood yeah. glue, which you put on and everything. And then you... Then I stained it. No, you didn't. What did you do before you stained oh, no. it? No, I sanded it. Um, yeah, respirator first. on and everything. Yeah, I had the, what was it, the Axminster, what's it? Yeah, the power cap. The Axminster power cap, highly recommended. Yeah. Because it was a very hot day. And I'm not very keen on the... Those paper masks that you put over your nose, I mm. can't. I mm. find them hard to use and breathe through. Mm. So I, I went the the whole hog, and it was great. Mm. So yeah, I sanded this down, um, and you got the plane, didn't you? And because this wasn't entirely level, so oh, it's an old board, and it, yeah. it, you know, this is actually four. You can feel the joins if you're careful. This is actually four boards yeah, glued you up. Can see. So, I mean, it's old and things were beginning to move and separate. So Nicola sanded it all as flat as you wanted it. Yeah. Planed it. Yeah. Did a bit more sanding. Yeah. And then um, stained it mm. with, um, was it walnut? Walnut stain. Um, and mm. then put, put that wax on. Liberon. Liberon black bison. Black wax. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's where it's up to. Now, the reason why I wanted this, um, I wanted um, a backdrop so that I can do flat lays for Instagram. 
So what I'll do is I'll lay this flat either on the floor or on a table and then you'll put things on it. Um, maybe, you know, if I'm writing a blog post, I'll put things on here that are uh, relevant to the blog post and then I'll take a picture but looking down onto the board. Um, so that's why the, it what, is called what, a flat lay. So what was the, you wanted something that, so the wood board, you were going for an old... I wanted something dark. An old... Yeah, something old and kind of rustic looking. Mm. Not nothing new and because there's you know there's little holes here and the scratches and you wanted that um, cats, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I didn't. I, and I wanted you know quite like there's lots of grain going on and here. You, you you did mention sort of like an old farmhouse table. Yeah, that's had a bit of use. Yeah, mm. and also I wanted it dark so that it if I put something on that's light or Contrast. white, it's going to really pop. Yeah um so yeah so that's what i'm using that for yeah that was all new that was your you know your uh our, our in the workshop fettling wasn't it yeah yeah i was quite pleased with yeah, that well, it's not falling apart yet so yeah job done so that's um that's part of my plan for my website um so yeah i've got quite a few things that i'm doing on my website now um i'm going to be talking about some of the things that Chris and I do together and talking about it from my perspective as Mrs. Blindwood Turner, mm -hmm. um, doing lots of stuff outside, um, doing some uh, filming for IGTV on Instagram. So yeah, I've got a long list of things in my book. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's Helen's fantastic. It was... Um, it's been so helpful just reading her stuff. Um, I suppose like, you know, a lot of you makers, you'll watch somebody who is maybe doing something that you want to do, or, you know, if you're into wood turning, watching another wood turner and getting ideas. Um, and yeah, it's very much the same for me with her. Uh, she's given me lots of ideas and lots of things that I can kind of, borrow from her and implement in my own way so yeah i'm quite excited about it um yesterday i went to an instagram event in manchester um it was a manchester meetup it was um it was more for fashion instagrammers um so i didn't really know that when i booked onto it um katya was there who i know um so we chatted quite a bit but yeah some of them um they're quite big names in fashion instagramming um but i didn't know who they were um <laughs> <laughs> i've never come across sorry one girls. Of them. sorry um but looking at their profiles um when i came home um i could see that you know some of them were actually quite well known and um quite big in their fields but I didn't have any clue so um yeah and I had um, a really good conversation with somebody um who knows Chris so um yeah watch this space that might evolve into something later on as well mm -hmm. um but yeah it was it was interesting it was um because I'm not particularly fashion conscious um shopping for clothes is my worst nightmare 
so it was shopping full stop is our worst nightmare yeah unless it's stationary i can i can do shopping for stationary mm. um but mostly i do it online um but yeah shopping for clothes just not my bag at all no, we just hate being in throngs of sheeple don't we yeah uh, you know everybody spent all week earning you know money and then spend it yeah. You know, it's you know, it's something we, we don't really like to do. Get you know, hit the shops of a weekend. And for a lot of people they love it, we get that yeah. and this isn't you know I only being go down if I've on absolutely them. got to. It's just not Usually for us. I reach a point where I've I literally have nothing in my wardrobe and that's not one of these, oh I've got nothing to wear. I really have nothing to wear by the time I go shopping. Um that's really what makes me go. We'd rather we'd rather be creative and be doing stuff at home, you yeah. know, in the workshop, and uh, and that's what matters to us, our yeah. our creative life. Uh, and it was quite an eye opener, though, um, because it was sort of meeting people that I don't normally meet, and um, a group of people that I probably wouldn't really come across in normal circumstances. Mm. Um, so yeah it was um it was interesting there you know there were a couple of people that um you know had some interesting stories to tell and um, it's funny because that photograph that's in your reading room that dean saw when dean was working for me mm. and he described it to me you know it's funny now because it still makes me laugh Dean saw this photograph of you, probably in your twenties. Yeah, well. And and he says, you know, you look quite glamorous, and you know, it's obviously a portrait, and you've got your hair mm. and makeup done. Dean said to me, he said, "Hey, she was a bloody good looker in a day." <laughs> and I went, "Hey," I said, "I I think she's beautiful still now." Uh, so I think we we get that photograph and show people one day. Well, there's one up on that wall. No, it's the one in the other room. I'm going to go and get it. Uh, and don't say no because I'll still do it. So anyway, whilst whilst Chris has gone, <laughs> should we talk about him, Bamba? No. <laughs> so after we've done this, um, we're going to get packed up um, to uh, go to North Wales. So we're not leaving till later because um, otherwise we'll just be sat around for ages. So we're we're probably going to go sort of early evening. Um, and uh, then we'll just get sorted in the room. Uh, Chris has packed the car, so he's packed all his tools and the lathe and everything. Um, and um, yeah, <laughs> oh my god, how many have you got? Well, these are the two that Dean described to me, I think. So, which ones you've got, me? I think if that, I'm not sure if I like that one. Well, it doesn't doesn't matter if you like it or not, right? So I think this is the one that Dean described to me, where Dean said, "Bloody hell, Nicola was a good-looking girl in a day." That's that one. Yeah. Right. So, am I am I pointing at the screen? Yeah. So. Yeah, you just get in. Just let me try and get this the reflection off. That's better. Right. So that's you know Nicola saying she's not into a fashion and things like that. But well, I'm I'm not. But was that was that sort of like an outfit you'd have worn for work at the time, or this was just um, a t-shirt? Um, 
I mean, it's just it's just a top very similar to what I, I still wear now. Mm. These pictures, I, I knew a photographer in London and um, he took a series of photographs of me. I think this was part of the first lot. And um, how old are you on this? Uh, 26, 27, maybe something okay, like that. Okay, so this is well uh, après Paris, isn't it? And oh yeah, yeah. This was this was when I lived in London, and Paul, who did the pictures, um, he used a studio in Camden, and it was near uh, David Bailey's house. And one night, I mean, Paul knew David Bailey. We were sat in the car. I think I was taking Paul back home or something. Um, and he sort of hunkered down in the car and said, oh, that's David Bailey. Don't let him see me. <laughs> and then you've got this one. Yeah. I'm less keen on this one. Um, this... Is that right? I'm holding it at, the, at an angle again. So yeah, it, was it that way? I think I'm not sure how old I would have been with this one. Um this was taken at Venture. Um, it's okay. I wouldn't. I, I think I got a voucher or something. All right. It's one of the. I don't, I'm not really keen on studio photography. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it's just you know. Uh, uh, Dean There's saying, another one up on that wall as well. All right, we'll get that one. Yeah, may as well. And, may as well. So yeah, it was just Dean part. saying, "Oh yeah, she, oh she." bloody gorgeous in the younger days and that's always baffles me that statement like thinking why did you know why do you think she's ugly now and i said to her i said hey you cheeky sod you went well no 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 she's still no she's still good looking and you know he was backpedaling then so so this was done i think this was done at the same time as the other one um this was paul as well um he had me doing all sorts. I can't remember if I was stood up on ladders and things like that. Um, but so he was. Were these short hair or long hair? This is sort of shoulder length or chin length hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is right in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Do, this you, look, do you look like you fit in with the 80s? Well, as much as I ever did. All I've right, got a yeah. denim jacket on this one. All right, cool. With the collar up. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. The, the reason why I have these up um, is not for vanity. Um, I'll hang them back up later, folks. But, yeah, it's, you see, it's things like this that I miss out on. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I have to have people describe and people say, you know, flipping it, she was... Oh, gorgeous in her younger days and i'm thinking yeah great but i think she's gorgeous now uh but it's a shame that i don't get to see things like that but you know hey ho yeah hey ho i can always do this uh, who's <laughs> sort of mash my hands around your face so uh well there you go people have seen you now in your in your roaring 20s yeah that's another blog post yes <laughs> yeah call it the roaring 20s yeah so yeah. yeah so so those people anyway yesterday at the instagram thing yeah you know the, you've got girls the same age as what you are in those photos now yeah fully glammed up with you know you were describing the dresses and yeah. you know uh they've got the suntans and all the nails done and hair and makeup must cost an absolute fortune 
you know, and you go in a blouse and your jeans and, you know. <laughs> Pretty much as I am now. <laughs> and, and this is it. People don't know what people have done in their lives or what they're doing now. Yeah. So let you talk about that because this is... Well, I mean, the, there's a part of me that kind of does it deliberately as well because um, I don't really want to blend in. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I don't own a single dress. Um, I'm not. I'm just not that sort of person. Nor do I. Um, no, no, yeah, that's good. Um, and I don't really have any strappy shoes or anything like that. I mean, my wedding shoes, when we got married last year, were a pair of fur-lined boots, ankle boots, yeah. that I wore under my dress. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really... Um, I'm not particularly a girly girl, but... Yeah, you have your moments. Well, yeah, you know, but yeah, it's it, but yeah, you. I was like, it's I. I walked in there, and it was like being the ugly duckling, um, and there, there were one or two people that kind of looked me up and down and thought, "No, yes, I don't think do. I'm going to talk mm. to you." <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Um, but it's a shame because, again, we know that you know you're highly educated. And you studied at the Sorbonne and all this sort of stuff, and you've been in the corporate world for many years, and you know you're a published author and this, that, and the other. And yet people look at you and go, hmm, "Blouse and jeans," and you went like this. Well, yeah, not even going to bother engaging. <laughs> but what a fascinating story you've got, and it's yeah, people first impressions, mm. but they're missing out on something. Yeah, and you know you could have a good conversation like you did with Katya and this other lady. Yeah. That yeah. That there might be something evolving from that. Well, I mean, Katya and I, we really get on anyway, you know, and I know mm. Katya a bit more. Um, you know, we were chatting about all sorts of things. And Katya does Insta Cake, which I love, which is another Instagram meetup, but it's more um people who are into the same things as me, so creative stuff and they're makers and um there's a couple of people who do um design uh, fabrics and uh, home furnishings and all that kind of stuff so um yeah they're they're kind of more on my wavelength so um that makes it a bit easier but yeah but after i'd been to um the instagram meetup i was I left a bit early. It was due to finish at six, and I left what about quarter past four? I think. Very hot in Manchester. It was. I mean, it was. It was packed out. This place we were in. It was called the Refinery, um, and it's a very trendy watering hole. It started at two o'clock, and they had a DJ on, and it was like bump, bump, bump. Yeah. What did you say? Oh, Do I drink? It was, yeah. <laughs> And I was just thinking, oh, give me a nice quiet tea room any day. <laughs> yeah, but I've true. always been like this. It's not a sign of age. I was like this. I've never really been into the um, unt, unt, unt kind of scene at all. Mm. Um, but, yeah, after I'd been there, I rang Chris um, and I walked over to one of the car parks in Castlefield because we watch a guy called Martin Zero on YouTube and he does these really amazing videos of kind of the unseen Manchester and all these little bits in Manchester that people have no idea about the historical He's things. He's an urban explorer. Yeah. Uh, but he talks about uh, a lot of the 
you know, listed buildings, the old mills, the yeah. old factories, hidden waterways, the canals, yeah. and yeah, yeah, and, all sorts of stuff like that. But on one of them, he talked about this massive um, kind of boulder um, that's in a car park and it's underneath the arches and so i went to find this car park <laughs> sorry i went to this car park um and that's under a big arch and then as you go in there are smaller arches at the back so i went i looked in a few of these arches until i found this big rock and honestly if you didn't know it was there you wouldn't go looking for it um, and pray tell, Nicola, what is it? Um, it is the last remaining stone of the Roman fort that uh, was set up in Manchester. Mm. Um, so it is an original stone. There's no blue plaque. There's no marker. Um, obviously, it's kind of been built around. Um, and I think it's deliberately not been moved. But you, there's no no marker or anything, um, and I just thought, you know. Yeah. So come on, Manchester. What's that all about? You know. I'm not finished yet. Well, I'm having a rant now. Yeah. Come on, Manchester. You made me forget what I was going to say. Have you got it written down. I'm going to write it down because I've forgotten. By well, the time I'm going Yeah, Manchester, my my hometown. Flipping heck, you know, you've got something there that's millennia old. Uh, and it's tucked away out of sight under a railway arch or a canal or aqueduct arch. Come on, you know, let's I make know, some out of it. I know. Um, and it, I, I never come across it. I'd never heard about it before Martin Zero did his video. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was. I was really pleased to find it. But it after coming from the fashion Instagrammers event and, you know, all these women who were wearing the best togs and seeing this boulder that is quite anonymous and unless you actually know what it is you see it and you just walk right past you wouldn't give it a second glance mm. um and it's that whole thing about don't judge a book by its cover don't mm. ju judge by appearances because sometimes the most insignificant looking things can have this amazing history and that's mm. that's what i was thinking it's just you know it's like a slab of rock and mm. you know nobody would give it a second glance but mm. it's um yeah it, how old will it be well the roman occupation in, in britain i mean 2000 years old it's 2000 years old yeah yeah give or take so yeah but i was i was really pleased to see that because i knew where it was but i've just not had chance to go to that area and look for it so um because the whole of castlefield it's sort of you know it's a nod towards our roman heritage yeah. but it's it's more of a recreation isn't it mm. a facsimile but that that stone that you're talking about it's the last remaining yeah. original yeah. piece of the 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 roman fort so that piece of rock was hewn by you know i'm not going to say romans are probably slaves you know yeah but you know it's got a lot of history mm. and it's just tucked away in a nondescript and it, there's weeds growing in front of it and um 
it's got well it's got railings in front of it so all the car park has got the railings on the perimeter yeah. and then behind that you've got these smaller little arches and then um i think at some point it must have been bricked over mm. um because this you can see bricks going up either side but then there's just weeds growing up in front of it but it's yeah wrong. it's, it's it just seems such a shame but i suppose in one respect i quite like the fact that it's not um well, it's grungy for you isn't yeah, it? yeah it's not signposted so it's only people who know about it that are going to find it mm. um and it's not going to get damaged or um anything like that but yeah i quite like it sort of being a bit anonymous as well yeah quite a few people i think are claiming it is their little secret yeah it's my which little is, secret which is not what it was until you just told <laughs> Told everybody. I've told a few people, but uh, yeah, if you're ever in the city centre of Manchester, see if you can go and track it down. Yeah. Uh, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah, one of the original pieces. But if you check out Martin Zero on YouTube, yeah, and you'll find, find his, video, his yeah, video about, about it. it. Yeah, so it's not a secret. I, I think it should be, you know, maybe it's not been moved because that's its original place and they've just yeah, built around built it. Around it yeah. But I think really it should be relocated. If they want a plaque there to say this is the original site, but it should be relocated, put on a beautiful plinth with a blue plaque. No, you see, I'd want it left where it is because they built those, those arches have been built so that that arch went over it all right okay so it was built with the arches well they need to clean up around it then and, yeah and make it yeah but i i don't think it should be moved i think it and needs flood to be left there. And flood lit at night for people and well that car park you can't always get in the car park because it'll be locked or there'll be security on it so no, they should be celebrating that yeah yeah which way they seem fit deem fit but yeah. you know uh celebrate that mm. that lump of rock celebrate it yeah so yeah um in in other news i've started a new stumpery in the garden with some of chris's offcuts so um yeah i've just been building a new stumpery yeah where i'm doing stuff with a chainsaw just little offcuts that i've got ah don't like the feel of that i just chuck them up the soil bank near the hawthorn trees yeah. and then when you get a few minutes spare, you go right and you yeah. arrange them and uh it's like a jigsaw it's like putting together a jigsaw to make them all hmm. wedge and stay still yeah so uh, for those of you that don't know what a stumpery is well it's um it's logs or offcuts from trees um and you arrange them so that they look quite attractive in either a line or on top of each other and then you can put plants in the gaps in between all the logs um and you know grow ferns and stuff like that um great for insects and things like that yeah great nesting yeah, place yeah for insects and uh who was it chris birdshaw that you yeah yeah, he'd done a lot of stumperies. Yes. He did a programme on stumperies. Mm. I can't remember what um, Gardener's World or I can't remember which programme it was. Might be Gardener's World. Well, he was on Gardener's World yeah. for a long time. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so you like your stumperies. Is that, have you got three now? Two or three? Um, I've got three. three. I've got one in between um, two, st two um, trunks of hawthorn. Um, then I've got one next to the little bench, and then I've got the big one um, either side of another hawthorn. All right, okay. 
So I tend to build them around the base of a tree. Mm. Oh. So um, we've done Axminster, we've done Phil, we've done Instagram, we've done Helen, uh, we've done the Stumpery. Um, you had Matthew here this week? Yeah, Matthew was here again this week. We've done another video. Which so. is nearly ready to go live. It just needs a bit more editing. So that was that was good fun. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it was. Uh, no. Wait wait till it goes live and then you can watch it. So yeah, that was cool having Matthew here again and he's here again this Wednesday. We've already got an idea for what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's cool. So yeah, Matthew keeps in touch throughout the week saying you know he's nearly done the video and I've done this bit so far and what do you think of that and so yeah he's keeping in touch. Uh, uh, actually, while I think on uh, Woodfest is coming up, yeah. So we're going to go to that. And yeah. Baz Starkey from Timber Marvels, uh, he's doing his first demo there. So we're going to go and give him our support. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know listen. what day we're going on yet. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So, so we'll go and listen and uh, yeah, hang out with Baz while he's yeah. doing his first demo. So that's cool. So uh what else is happening next weekend we're in north shields we're in north shields yeah so there's a few people in north shields that we might see i think kevin is in north shields isn't he mm. um so i think there might be a few people who said they're going to come along yeah that was a, a good giggle last yeah. year uh we liked it really liked it there didn't yeah. we it was so laid back and nice yeah. Uh, and we stayed just really right next to the port, the ferry and yeah. things, didn't we? Uh, um, we're not staying there this time. Well, they've relocated uh, the store just down the road a little bit, mm. haven't they? They moved into a new store. Mm. That was going on after we demoed there last year. Yeah, we're staying um, in a different hotel this time. Right. Uh, so, yeah, and that's so we're going up next Friday. Yeah. Demoing Saturday. Come back Saturday night, drive yeah. straight home again. Uh, so that's pretty good. So the demos are continuing to tomorrow, one next weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. Keeping busy. So that's it, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah it's been, I've really enjoyed today. <laughs> not that I, don't, I say this, not that I don't enjoy every podcast we do, but. Uh, it doesn't feel like Sunday to me today, no, and that's no, because it's... we're going to be driving to a demo today on a Sunday. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not till tomorrow, but yeah, I'm just going to mention, <coughs> um, I've just bought these today. Um, these are Sharpies Ultra Fine Points. Um, normally, Sharpies are quite thick, um, which I quite like. I have a big one, but um, these are really nice. Um, I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm a bit of a pen freak. A bit? <laughs> You're a huge pen I'm a geek. huge pen, yeah, freak, geek. Yeah. But yeah, these, I can recommend these. Um, you bought, bought them for your journaling. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and so as you listen to this on Monday, um, oh, the 1st of July. Um, lucky White Rabbits. Yeah, Lucky White Rabbits. Um the following week it will be Andy Berkey so we're looking forward to talking to Andy on the 8th of July mm. that should be fun yeah, yeah. he's a uh, he's a funny guy Andy, yeah. isn't he and That's he's okay. um into his photography as well so yeah so that'd be cool yeah uh 
yeah so i think really we've we've discussed everything we needed to discuss really there so uh what time are we on now because we're leaving about 10 to 3 all right so i don't know what time how long we've been on um doesn't really say but anyway right. uh yeah we're leaving about four ish she said yeah something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. so yeah the car all i've got to do is chuck uh you know toothbrush and toiletries in my rucksack and that sort of stuff and then we're pretty good to go mm. b-dog's got his essentials in his travel bag yeah uh, he's got his fodder he's got some water he's got his bowl spare poop bags mm. uh, yeah so need to go and do our overnight bags now yeah so yes until uh next time yeah enjoy enjoy this podcast yeah. the, the day after the yeah. day before <laughs> and uh we'll we'll catch you don't forget to like share comment and subscribe give us a thumbs up uh that'd be really cool yeah uh well we're getting more subscribers um we're not really plugging this a lot are we it's just sort of we're yeah, just, just winging it. it but um yeah we've the subscribers are going up every time um i log on and have a look so thank you very much and um hope you enjoy this and podcast yeah, and like like i say on my youtube channel if you are new to the channel, thank you so very much. You're most welcome. And if you are a long-standing repeat offender, <laughs> thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, uh, thank Lots you. more to come. Yeah. Uh, and some great guests in the pipeline. So stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. Uh, have a wonderful evening, and we'll speak to you next week. So until then, bye. Bye.